Hello and welcome to our grand final edition of Queensland uh, this year. We'll get to see three Queensland teams in action on grand final day down there in Sydney on Sunday. The Brisbane Tigers in the state championship. The Gold Coast Titans women in the NRLW decide it could be the first premiership the Titans ever win. And then the big one, Lockie's Broncos, the first time since you captained them in 2006, chance to win a premiership. How excited are you for that? Yeah, well, um, well done to the Titans uh, for making uh, the grand final. And obviously East, it's been a while since they've won a premiership too. Mm. And then the Broncos, uh, yeah, look, it's, you know, you can only... The scenes that we're seeing over the last couple of weeks in Brisbane, um, there's a lot of excitement. And obviously I've been optimistic about the Broncos for, for probably the last six weeks and... Um, yeah, it's 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 exciting. I think there's something special brewing. Mm. Yeah, there's opportunities uh, that are there to uh, um, to be cashed in. Um, I'm sure there's uh, there's plenty of excitement uh, on the other teams. Uh, um, I, I guess um, you know we've we've always found it a little bit tough to to knock over um, some of the Sydney teams in the in the lower competition. Um, but certainly the uh, the Broncos, whilst there were plenty of people suggesting that um, Penrith were virtually unbeatable um, in the in the big one, well, I think uh, we may be about to see um, a little bit of a surprise delivered to those people because uh, we have a, a Broncos side that's uh, full of excitement. Full of uh, intent um, and the determination and, uh, and will to win uh, certainly has reached an all-time high. And you guys have played in a heap of grand finals throughout your career. How hard is it to not the play the game in your head in the days leading up to it? What are the emotions like? Well, I think uh, I shook quite a few hands after the game of the night and said, "Well done, enjoy the week." So I think you need to enjoy and embrace mm. the. The, the, you know, I guess everything that comes with it, the emotion, the, the appreciation of the fans, just embrace all that. But as the week goes on, you know, you, you, you've got to prepare well, but you also need to get to the end of the week and have that downtime, just to sort of reset, have some, you know, time where you just get, you know, have some, um, you know, space to yourself and then you, you mentally have a break from what's just happened over the last five days and then you... You do your last training run and then that's when you start to, you know, wind down and then focus on what you need to do. Yeah, yeah you hit the nail on the head, Lockie, and, and I think you have to. You have to have time to yourself, time away from it, even time where you, uh, the last thing you think about is football, as hard as that is to, uh, to expect. Um, but you've got to have that, uh, that journey time where you've uh, um, got to be able to relax and not be under pressure and put yourself under even greater pressure uh, throughout the course of the week. Um, uh, that is easier said than done because you've, uh, you're, you know, you've got the intentions to, uh, to win a grand final, um, but you need uh, time to, to relax and uh, to be able to, to just get some, some spare time uh, to yourself where you, uh, where you can have that, uh, that, that, that total comfort uh, in your life. Uh, and, um, you know, it, again, it's, it's easier said than done. Is the waiting the hardest part? for a grand final, especially now with the later nighttime grand finals? Everyone's got a different routine. Uh, you know, some guys, typically what will happen is everyone wakes up, goes to breakfast in their own time, then they'll go for a bit of a team walk or play a bit of a game of cricket, come back, have some lunch, and then some guys will sit down and watch a movie. Some, mm. some, some that have got ADHD, they'll go walk around because they need to keep themselves occupied, and others will just go to sleep. Yeah. So they're all different, but I... I guess you just don't change your routine. You just trust what you've done to get you to this point and you just keep doing that. And I guess the other part to this is you've got Kevin Walters, first time as a coach, but been, been to many 
grand finals as a player, so he knows the experience and what the emotions of the players are. Then you've got Adam Reynolds, you've got Kurt Capewell, who've been in, pre- in grand finals recently. So there's a lot of experience around the playing group to know the best way to approach it. Yeah, and those guys uh, uh, that are there in assistance, Lockie, they are valuable, valuable guys that uh, will walk around, just see some some guys that look like they're doing it a little bit tough. Um, their mind is uh, is on the game uh, far too early. Um, you know, they're in a, a very difficult situation because the one thing that is always attached to matches of this importance is pressure. Um, and uh, the guys, I'm sure they'll be very determined to go out there and uh, produce their, their level best to to achieve a success, um, but they can't let the game start too early. Uh, if they're playing it in their mind, you know, four, five, six hours before kickoff, sometimes uh, that can be your worst enemy. How important is the start for the Broncos? Because the Panthers have proven they're almost impossible to chase down if they get out to an early lead. Well, one of the things that the Broncos haven't experienced for a while is a, is a game, big game away from home. Mm. So yeah. they've played the, fir- the last two games, they've played effectively with an 18th yeah. man with the crowd, right? So they're going away from home and, you know, it's, it's the biggest game of the year for them. And, you know, Penrith, um, you know, there's so many players in that group that have played in grand finals, origins. Yeah, so yeah. They, they're professionals at this, this, sort of, uh, this sort of moment. And, and I feel like they will execute what they need to do. The key will be making sure that the Broncos execute what they need to do early in the game. Yeah, and that's where I find, Lockie, the, uh, the experienced players uh, become invaluable. They'll, uh, they'll recognise it. They'll, uh, they'll look over and they'll see one player who hasn't been there, done that uh, previously, uh, maybe struggling just a little bit. And, um, you know, it can be uh, just a, a soft uh, pat on the back to just say, settle, mate, you know, we haven't started yet. We're all friends here. You've got plenty of mates. Um, we're all in this together. Um, that tends to, to settle. Um, so it's uh, just, a, you know, horses for courses, really. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with Lockie, the... Uh, the Penrith boys, they've had uh, a fair bit of experience on board uh, and certainly well in front. Um, but one area that they won't be in front uh, is their, uh, their will to win, their determination. Um, certainly the, uh, the Broncos are, are very determined to achieve one of the, uh, the greatest upsets uh, in, in our real history. And we saw Jerome Loy came back last week. He emerged unscathed from that comeback for the shoulder injury. But Lockie, is it still worth going down that defensive channel and trying targeting him? He still doesn't look 100%. Yeah. There was, there's no, by no way did I think anyone thought he was going to be 100%. But mm. you could tell every time he went into contact that that left arm was hanging down. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think there'd be an opportunity to try and run some plays to his outside shoulder. Mm. Um, and, look, he'll, he'll get confidence out of the fact he got through a game. Uh, and he's probably going to get another week preparation going in and, the, and it's going to heal even further. But I, I still think He's nowhere near 100%, no. and there's no doubt the Broncos would have some sort of set plays that that target him. Yeah, and Lockie, I'd, uh, I think uh, it would be about 100 to 1 on uh, to expect Payne Haas uh, to be running at him in, yeah. uh, in one of the first carries of the game. You know, not to uh, spoil his own game or his own plans or the team plans, but uh, to have the opportunity to see the big bloke uh, run at him and um, just to test the shoulder and, mm. and, uh, and ask him, you know, when you, once you make contact, how's it feeling? Uh, is it good? Mightn't be next time. See ya. Catch up. And uh, that's, uh, that's the way that it'll be. But um, um, any, uh, any injury that's carried into a game uh, can be seen as a, uh, as a gamble. 
Um, so it's uh, you know just a, a matter of time. But I don't think the Broncos will have that as their number one priority. They'll be sticking to their game plan just to make sure that they're, they're feeling comfortable, they've got the trust uh, within each other, uh, and making sure that they uh, they stick to that right throughout the course of the match. Another intriguing element too is the Reese Walsh matchup with Luai. We saw the niggle in the origin, maybe a bit of a hair pull, and you know we saw the sin binning at the Suncorp Stadium game. So maybe get a bit of extra spice there. But uh, one player I want to talk about, Lockie, Billy Walt getting the play in a grand final. He was there with you in 2000. If you go back and look at the photo near Kevy, there's this little ball boy kid doing the lap of honour with you guys. How good is it to see him from that age now to playing in a grand final? Yeah, and I think that's a reflection of, of the Walters family. You know, the Kevy, they're, they're all about family. And, you know, the fact that Billy was there on the day and, you know, now we roll the clock forward. And, you know, there's obviously been a lot of talk about Billy you know, coming to and being in the starting team when Kevy became coach. But, look, I think I think it's it, it's a great testament to the coach and to Billy to, to, to be where they are today. And, it, you know, um, that was, for memory, 2000, that was the first grand final at that, at that stadium. The Olympic Stadium, Olympic yeah, Stadium. Yeah. And this is... Is this history repeating itself? I don't know. There's some... There's, there's a couple other omens, too, for me. Um, I remember, you know, when... Tina Turner did the 93 grand final and, and that's simply the best song and I was a kid watching that but you know Tina Turner passed oh, this year yeah, so yeah. there's there's a couple of omens there. Yeah it actually is yeah and um, that grand final was held early wasn't it 2000 because yeah. of the Olympics, Olympics yeah, it was, it was, yeah. is in August yeah. 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 yeah it's supposed to be 35 degrees at a core stadium Homebush on Sunday does that favour the Broncos the hotter the better for them? Oh, look, well, Penrith's I, so yeah, fit. They're fit. Yeah. They're fit. I don't think... They, I don't think they, by the time the, um, the kick-off, the sun's basically just gone down. Yeah. I don't think it plays... A, I don't think it plays a factor. No. No, I agree with you there, Lockie. And uh, you're not... Um you know, you're not there to, to hand success to the other side, no matter how hot it is. You could be uh, playing in Egypt, and I don't think it would make uh, too much uh, too much difference. But um, there'll be a, a group of guys that um, are extremely um, intent uh, from Brisbane. You know, just having a look at the, uh, um, I, I'd be I'd be very interested to see sort of Kevy's plans on on how he does it. Um, the thing that I sort of found going through the records today was that um, Parramatta, and they're a team that not impressed too many people this year. They were a bit of a disappointing side. Um, they've managed to knock over Penrith twice. Yeah. Um, how they got to be able to do that, and they did it quite comfortably, flogged them 32-18 in the last game. Yeah. Um, and the way that they did that. So I should imagine uh, Kevy... Um, would have gone through, had a look at um, some of the um, some of the defensive uh, strategies that uh, that didn't work uh, in that game uh, for Penrith, and um, whether they can do it. But um, while there are a lot of people suggest that's the way to do it, um, I, I think having been there before, you realise if you try and change a game at the last moment, yeah. that's your worst mistake. You stick to the um, to the patterns of play that have been so successful uh, for you in the build up right throughout the course of the season. There may be one or two uh, alterations. Um, made to, uh, to to make the most of uh, of, of any any problems that uh, that Kev's seen in um, uh, in the Panthers' defensive line, but um, it certainly would not be a good idea to completely change it. We talk about the value that um, Adam Reynolds has added since coming to the club, but what about Kurt Catewell? The impact he's had, Lockie, and especially being an ex-Panther playing a grand final against Penrith. Yeah, well, I think Adam Reynolds brings. Uh, obviously a distinct uh, advantage or uh, 
asset to their attacking game. I think Kurt Capewell has been a distinct advantage to their defensive game. Like mm. that's, he's that real honest player that, um, you know, he's all about team. And I think g- given where he comes from, playing at Penrith, won a premiership with Penrith, there's no doubt there's some insight in there that he would pass on to Kevin and the team about mm. what it is they what it is they like to do and how they manage, you know, pressure situations. And um, so that's, you know, from from that perspective, he, he adds value on the field, but he's probably add value into the preparation this week. Mm. Who do you think, Wall, has the edge in the forward pack? Two monster, fit, fast forward packs. How hard is it to split these... By size, uh, obviously Penrith um, certainly have a a massive advantage in that area, but work rate, um, I I can't go past the the Broncos. They've been fantastic in their uh, their will to win and the determination to increase the speed of the game that there's there's play at. Um, If there's one guy there that will probably match them for uh, determination, it's uh, it's, uh, Yo. Um, He's... (laughs) I, I, I love watching this bloke play except when he plays for... Penrith in this game, and New, New South, South Wales, Wales yeah. uh, in the origin, because he is just a, a super performer uh, at the at the highest level. Um, but there's a, a group of guys there that um, they may be much bigger, but perhaps we'll see the opportunity for the Broncos to outpace them um, and increase it. And who knows, the, the Heat may play a small role in the game, certainly at the at the earlier stages, but um, uh, the Broncos certainly will not be uh, short in the, uh, the determination factor. Well, yeah, yeah, what Yo is to Penrith is what Carrigan is yep. to the Broncos. Mm. Then you throw in Flegler's aggression with Fisher Harris. Yeah. A bit of fireworks there. And you hate then to be in the middle Moses of those Leota coming on. Uh, yeah, anyway, the, I think the, the Fords matchup's going to be epic. Mm. And what about if if you were the Broncos, one thing that needs to go right for them to cause the upset, what, what do you think it is? If you could just narrow it down, if you could have a magic wand as a Broncos supporter, one thing we get right on mm. Sunday. Oh, I think completion rate. I yep. just think yeah. they need to get through their sits yeah. and get their kicking game because if they're giving cheap ball away to Penrith, Nathan will just take control of the game. Yeah. So it's it's minimise your errors, just play real simple, get to your kick and start to build pressure and get into the game. If you don't do that, Penrith will just eat your life. Yeah, if, uh, if you've got a poor, you're right, Lockie, 100% the completion rate. If it's not good, then you're in trouble right from the start. A lot of people will sort of say how they begin the game, but sometimes I think you, you don't have to be 100%. Um, right from the start to uh, to be able to do it, um, you can get uh, an, insp- an inspire uh, or be inspired. Um, if uh, you know you, you've probably let yourself down, you you increase your determination factor uh, a hell of a lot. But um, for Brisbane to be able to uh, to do it, uh, I think they've just got to go out there and uh, continue the way that they've shown it. Um, they seem to be extremely happy um, with the execution of their game plan. Um, they're being led around. Um, you know uh, the way that. Um, they've 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 found that so comfortable uh, under Redham uh, under Reynolds yeah. um, with uh, with him doing that has allowed everybody to to perform what's obviously a very simple task quite comfortably and uh, and the Brisbane boys are feeling extremely confident going into this game. There's not a lot of pressure. Well, there's more pressure on Penrith. They are under some pressure, but there's more pressure on Penrith than there is on the Broncos. And if the Broncos are to get a win on Sunday, where does it rank in terms of the club's achievements given? Then only a few years ago they had the wooden spoon. Yeah, oh, it's a huge turnaround, mm. and it's a again, it's a it's a testament to Kevy. And there's other people in the building that um, should be recognised as well. You know, I think Dave Donner, he's done a great job. Simon mm. Scanlon, 
Um, and he got his assistant coaches right, yeah, I think, too. Yeah, Lee Breers, yeah. Matt Ballin. They yeah. offer something yeah. different with John Cartwright. Cartwright yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of guys there that deserve credit. Uh, you know, look, it's one game to go. Um, so I, I just think, given where the club's come from, it's it's a huge turnaround. And a lot of, you can see by the people and the fans, they've gone through some tough times previous years. They're just loving what they're yeah. going through right now. Yeah, you mentioned Johnny Cartwright, and I noticed him actually in the uh, the training session, and um, you see the players, if they felt fine that they've got a little bit of an issue or a little bit of a problem, they'll go to him or he'll go to them just to be able to offer a few words. And, uh, and what that has proven to, uh, uh, to be and how it's benefited the, uh, the team has been fantastic. And I'm sure Kevy will sit down at the end of it, have a look at all of his, uh, of his assistants and be completely happy with them. Yeah, that's a good point too. Premiership winning player himself, John Cartwright. Yeah. Matt mm. Ballin, premiership winning yeah. player. So the coaching staff knows what it takes. Uh, before we wrap it up now, we're going to go... Pick your winner, pick the scoreline, and Clive Churchill medalist. I'm going to tip the Broncos in, in an upset. I think they've got the strike power to trouble them. And lo- what Wall said, too, there's no pressure. If the Broncos lose, everyone goes, you've had an outstanding season, pat on the back, that sort of thing. So I'm going to say Broncos win 2018, and Payne Huss kills it up the middle for Brisbane and wins the Clive Churchill. I'll go uh, the Broncos by seven. Yes, I think uh, Haas will uh, will be magnificent up the middle, but I can't uh, can't take it away from Reynolds. Um, he came up with a play, and I know we've been over it a couple of times, uh, where he came up with that dropout under the post against the storm. Against yeah, the, the storm, yeah. and and that breakerly was the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, and for him to come up with a play like that, it was a brave call. Um, he probably. You know, he gambled that it was going to go out on the full, yeah. um, but he made the play, and certainly in in big matches like that, um, it's your big name players. They had it with with Lockie, with Alan Langer. Um, this is uh, another time around, so I think it'll be Adam that leads the way. All right, well, I'll stick with the Broncos. Uh, I think, I think, um, be a close game, but I, th- I think it's going to be an epic game. I think Broncos by four, and I reckon. We've talked about Reese. you know, he's so good across the field. And I just reckon Luai's left shoulder, I think there might be a bit of a target down that side. Uh, Reese to sort of do what he does down that right side with his speed. So for mine, Broncos by four, Reese Walsh, Clive Churchill. Well, there you go. Reese Walsh, Adam Reynolds and Payne Haas there, our tips. What a magnificent game awaits on Sunday. Part of, I think, nine hours of coverage you'll see live and free on Nine's World of Sports all day Sunday. Go the Titans in the NRLW, the Tigers in the NRL Championship, and the Broncos, can they end their premiership drought on Sunday night on Channel 9?